ML Nation, episode 32. I think that it's so important to be inspired by those who are maybe further along than we are, but comparing ourselves to them always makes us feel bad. And when we feel bad, we don't take positive action. Um, instead of being inspired and looking and saying, okay, if they could do it, so can I. So comparison is the thief of joy. Anytime I find myself comparing, I um, switch channels in my mind as fast as possible. If you want to be successful, you just have to copy what MLM leaders do. Welcome to MLM Nation, presented by your host, Simon Chan. Where you'll learn strategies, secrets, and inspiring stories from today's top MLM income earners. MLM Nation, this is Simon Chan, and I'm really excited to bring our special guest today, Kate Northrup. Kate, are you ready to make it happen? I am. Kate Northrup created financial freedom for herself at the age of 28 through building a team of more than 1,000 wellness entrepreneurs in the network marketing industry. Her philosophy is that if you free yourself financially, you can be fully present to your purpose on the planet. Kate is also the best-selling author of Money, a Love Story, Untangle Your Financial Woes, and Create the Life You Really Want. Kate and her work have been featured on The Today Show, Yahoo Finance, The Huffington Post, Refinery29.com, In Experience Life, Glamour, and more. Today, Kate continues to inspire freedom seekers through her writing, videos, speaking, courses, and her team, The Freedom Family. Kate, I've just given ML Nation just a brief intro, so please share more about your background and how you came across network marketing. Yeah, so I came across network marketing through my family. I actually um, started work, uh, not working, started taking the products when I was 12 years old. Um, my mom is a fairly well-known doctor, Dr. Christian Northrup, and she's been well-known in the world of holistic women's health. And she had found the products through my aunt and uncle, Penny and Phil Kirk, who had been um, professional and competitive athletes. So they found the products. I started taking them when I was really young. And then I started my business in the network marketing industry when I was 18 years old. And the reason I did that is because I saw a lot of my friends, I was, at, I was a freshman at Brown University, and I saw a lot of my friends um, graduating and they were graduating from one of the top universities in the world, uh, but graduating with no idea what they were going to do career-wise. And we had been told that you should work hard in school, get good grades, get into a good college, work hard again, get good grades, and then get scooped up by a wonderful company that's then going to take care of you for the rest of your life. And I could see that we had all done the first part of that equation, but that the second part getting taken care of by a great company, um, that just doesn't happen anymore. And so I wanted to build my network marketing business so that upon graduation, I would have more choices. Um, so it wasn't that I never wanted to work again, but it was what that I wanted to choose only the projects uh, to work on that really made me feel really great and that made me feel energized and that made me feel like I was giving back in a big way. I didn't want to just work to have a paycheck. Um, and I wanted to, what I talk about now a lot in my work is how we can make a life, 
not just make a living. And so that's why I started my network marketing business. And in 2005, I graduated from Brown and was able to, um, I had enough residual income from my network marketing business that I didn't have to get a real job. And um, I have been an entrepreneur ever since. You know, that's such a cool story. You know, ML Nation, if you're like Gen Y, you're young, you're in university or in your 20s, you're so lucky because Kate here is a perfect example of what this business can do for you. And Kate, let me you know, go back a little bit because um, Kate and I, ML Nation, we're friends too. And I remember, this is before we became friends. I was there in 2005, Kate. I was in Secaucus, and the company <laughs> called you out on stage. Is this girl, I forgot what year you were in. You were in Brown. I just remember you were in Brown. You were like a sophomore, junior, and you're speaking yeah. on stage. I was like, oh, my goodness. You know, when I was a sophomore, all I did was play basketball and play John Madden football and, and video <laughs> games, and this girl's up there speaking. I was like, this girl's going to go places. And I was like, wow. But I was in, you know, much older. I was like, wow, this girl's so lucky. You know, in a couple of years, while most of her classmates are, you know, fighting for jobs, worried about what type of job or working on their resumes, she's got a foundation of a passive income already. And and you made it, you know, you fulfilled my uh, prophecy. A couple of years later, like you said, you had enough residual income that you didn't need a job. Um, so if you're young out there, it's, it's, you're really, really lucky to get started early. And uh, Kate, thanks for being such an inspiration. Oh, you're so welcome. I mean, I, I've been lucky to follow in the footsteps of some people in my family who are entrepreneurs. Um, you know, my mom's side of the family are all self-made. A lot of them didn't um, go to college and they have all done extremely well for themselves um, creating their own income. You know, I think that's what the whole beauty of the network marketing MLM industry is, is creating our own income, creating our own reality and having the power to create our own choices because um, happiness comes from having choices. Okay. So Kate, thank you for sharing your story. And one thing I want to emphasize, the journey wasn't as smooth, right? I'm sure there's bumps in the road. And so don't ever, you know, people who are listening to this, don't think that everyone's going to be, make it so quickly or successful like the way Kate has, because I'm sure there's challenges. But most people don't realize that it's during the toughest times when you want to quit. I'm sure, Kate, there was a time where you hated the business, you were frustrated. Yeah. Go back to that moment. And wh- how come you didn't quit? And what were the lessons you learned during those times? Uh, well, I, um, I remember I wanted to quit in 2011. Um, I was feeling extremely frustrated with um, some things that were going on with family dynamics, some things that were going on with team dynamics, um, just feeling really unsure of myself, my own self-worth. And I, at that, to- at that time, it felt like maybe it would be easier to just quit and do something else. Um, and, you know, I will say what made all the difference for me is connecting with other people in the industry. Um, listening to things like this, Simon, makes a huge difference, staying tapped in to resources and people who, who get it and who are there every step of the way sharing inspiration. So even today, you know, certain days, um, it's not that I want to quit, but like certain days I feel less inspired. On those days, I'll go listen to a podcast. I love podcasts. I'll call um, I'll call my sponsor or I'll listen to an inspirational webinar or um, interview or read 
you know, read a book that's inspiring because those are the things, there's never going to be a time, you know, we look at the people who are getting awarded on stage or look at the people online and we assume that their lives are perfect and that they never have a bad day. But it doesn't matter how successful you become, you're always going to have a bad day. (laughs) And I think that the difference between people who are successful and maybe people who aren't quite there yet is that the people who are making it happen, um, find the inspiration, they know where to get it, and they get going faster. They get going again faster. So as opposed to being taken out of the game for weeks because they're feeling unsure, maybe they get taken out of the game for a couple of hours before they get back to it and they're like, oh yeah, I remember my purpose. I remember why I'm doing this. And the other thing that really helps, I will say, is focusing on other people and their why and how we can serve because when we are focused on, okay, I'm going to help this other pe- person create enough income so that they can make their car payment or make their mortgage this month, um, there's nothing more gratifying than doing that. And it also helps us take the focus off of ourselves so we get into action much faster when we're doing it for someone else versus for ourselves. It's far more motivating. You know, you brought up a great point that um, about motivation. I think some People are new in the industry. They get frustrated. And they think that these leaders, like we're superwomen, superhumen, you know, superheroes, that we never lose motivation. And we all have problems, right? And I think the way to stay motivated is what just Kate just shared. You know, she listens to self-development through podcasts, through an audio, or read a book. Or And what Kate does really, really well is she connects with other people. Um, you know, of the people I know, Kate's one of the best connectors I know. And I still remember, Kate, we connected a couple of years ago when I visited <laughs> New York um, and that coffee. I just remember it was a freezing day in New York coming from California. I'm in shorts and I go to New York. And <laughs> you, you come in, you bundled like in, you know, a thick jacket, another sweater and stuff like that. And, and we met and then I was motivated. I don't know about you, but motivated me, you know. Yes. And you're always. really good at doing that. So if you feel down, do what Kate does. Find a podcast, find, you know, listen to an episode of ML Nation. Go find your favorite trainers or your leaders. Go read a book. Connect with people. Upline, downline, crossline. Um, and that just motivates. And you need to do that. And successful people know that you constantly need that motivation. Uh, because of the, like Zig Ziglar says, you know, you need motivation every day. Like you need a bath every day. <laughs> I love that. So take us back to your journey, Kate, where you had a major aha moment. Uh, mm. Share that story. And then what are the steps that you took? Like you said, the action. The action you took after you got that, uh, that light bulb went off. Mm-hmm. So um, actually, this was, a, this was um, a few years into my journey in um, network marketing where I had reached a rank level that was kind of a big deal in the company. It was kind of a leadership rank where it's like you move from part-time to full-time. And I remember at that time, I had sort of an outmoded belief, right? We have these, these limiting beliefs that hold us back. And at that time, I had this belief that if I became really, really successful, I was going to end up alone. And I was afraid that people wouldn't like me. Um, not only people like my my friends from home or my community, but also I was afraid that as a woman, I would be, you know, if I became too successful, that I wouldn't be able to be in a romantic relationship. And so I had that belief um, kind of holding me back. I did end up going for this rank advancement and achieving it, but it was really, really hard. And when I finally, like, realized that I had made it. It was a Friday night and my biggest fear again had been that if I became really, really successful, I would be alone. So it was a Friday night. I was standing on a train platform 
in Little Silver, New Jersey, all by myself. It was like 11 at night. I had missed the train. I was by myself. I was alone. There was nobody to celebrate with. I felt so lonely and I felt like, oh my God, it's true. Like when you become really successful, you end up alone. I just completely manifested my worst fear. I was crying. I was so tired from all that hard work. Um, I didn't even have any Kleenex. So I like had to, I was wearing this cardigan that had little pearl buttons and I had to use that as a Kleenex. <laughs> it was like really not a good moment in my life. And what I learned from that you know, kind of looking back on it. First of all, I was really young. I was in my early 20s. And, um, you know, looking back, I'm kind of like, oh, that was really adorable. But what I learned is that, um, you know, first of all, the people who really matter love us no matter what. And the more successful I've become, the deeper my most meaningful relationships have become as well. And then from an MLM perspective, what I realized is, okay, the t- it's all about the team. And I had gotten to this particular rank advancement really just by sponsoring a bunch of people and doing a bunch of events more or less by myself. Um, and I have noticed as I grow that the more I focus again on my leaders and what they need and what they want to create and how I can support them and not think about so much, well, who can I sponsor? What awards do I want to go for? What are my goals? Um, At this point, it's really about, okay, who is in my life who I can help, who's already on the team, who could use some extra support, and how can I support them in the way that will serve them the best? Um, because what's great is when then when you do happen to achieve things, which you inevitably will, because we know that the more people we help become successful, the more successful we become, then there's this whole group of people to celebrate with and And we all get to celebrate success together as opposed to being alone. Because even though, you know, sometimes it's true, it's lonely at the top, the truth is it doesn't have to be. And what's so brilliant about the network marketing model is that we do get to work in teams and it doesn't have to be lonely at the top because we can, as we loft others into success, we get to go right along with them. So that was a really big um, turning point in my business, I would say. Yeah, thank you for sharing that. I can imagine, and I know you personally, okay, so I can... See yourself crying, being alone there. (laughs) And I think a lot of people, when they join MLM, they think it's like a sales business, right? You're doing sales, you're moving product, and that's really only a small part of it. And every leader shares it's about the team and helping others, focusing others and growing the team. Because if it's just sales, like I said, you could be that lonely girl on the train station. There's no leverage there. And you can maybe maybe hit a certain rank, but you're never going to get good long-term residual without the team. And it's the team that keeps you going because the team is the thing that supports you and makes the business fun. Exactly. That is exactly what makes the business fun because the nature of MLM is that we repeat the same action steps over and over and over again, right? We, We meet new people, we invite, we present, we follow up, we sponsor, we train. And I'm just going to be, I hope it's okay to be totally honest, like, that can get a little boring sometimes, but it is not boring because we have this team and we have these incredible people we're working with. So um, while like abstractly you might think, well, repeating the same thing over and over again gets, could get a little tiring, it actually becomes really energizing because you're always doing it with a new person with their set of dreams and goals. And then again, it's not about you, it's about them and it makes it exciting every single day. Yeah, you said it the best. The actions are the same. It could get boring, but it's the people. 
Every new person who brings in, who comes in, a customer, distributor, downline, they add new things in there because everyone's different. There's new personalities, things to deal with. And it, it makes it fun. And if you want to create a long-term business, you got to be the leader that creates a fun atmosphere. Otherwise, exactly. people get bored very quickly. And then it's the rejection, the disappointment. People quit really quickly. Yep. Which, Kate, what would be one of your proudest network marketing moments? Um, one of my proudest network marketing moments happened this past summer. I was at our international convention, and I had a team member there um, who I actually sponsored when I was a senior in college. She just celebrated her 10-year anniversary, and uh, I just <laughs> am celebrating my 10-year reunion. And she um, really was not that into the business for like a really long time. I mean, we're talking eight years. Eight years, she kind of piddled along, didn't do a whole lot, but um, but always used the products and always stayed connected in some way. And then this, uh, about a year and a half ago or two years ago, she attended a training and suddenly she got completely ignited. It was, it was a training of a totally other leader in our company, cross-line leader, um, so, you know, you just never know where the inspiration is going to come from. So I would just say, go to every event that you can. And she got so inspired and she just took off and she took action and she got ignited. And again, this is eight years later. And then this summer at convention, she um, won an award for a top customer enroller and watching her win that award and knowing kind of how long it took her to really get her mind around being a business owner and get into gear was really inspiring. And uh, it made me remember that you never know what people's timing is. And if you stay connected with them, you know, not pestering them, but stay connected with them, let them know you're there for them. You never know what they will, uh, how they'll develop and what they'll turn into. So you don't want to wait for anybody to develop, but always just believing that it's possible and always holding that potential for them. Um, so it's been really fun to see her develop and grow and just know that um, my consistency was part of the invitation that let her know it was okay to start taking action eight years later and her timing was perfect. That's such an awesome story. And the lesson is events, events, events. You know, MLM is built on events. And Kate, you're the, you know, you're the leader. You did a great, you know, great leadership in getting people to events. And the other lesson is that sometimes people don't connect with you. Maybe they hear from you too often or just maybe a different personality. And for her, it was connecting with someone that was cross-line. Yes. Yeah. And that is the key. That's what you have to do. That's leverage, right? You yeah. don't have to do it all, right? People, by the way, if you do go to training, people are sick and tired of you anyway when you're downlines. <laughs> Get them to listen to someone else. And it is so true. Because people connect. I mean, if you're a male, you may connect with a male. If you're older male, you may connect with someone who's older a little bit better, right? So leverage on your team events, always attend events. And if, if you have downlines, get them. There's actually a correlation where, um, I don't know if it's true or not, but for every downline you get to an international convention, you earn an extra $10,000. I love that. I'm you gonna, know. I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna take stats on that in our business this yeah. year, and I'll report back. So, Emma Nation, if you want to make a million dollars, get a thousand downlines to your next company convention. That's my goal. Thank you, Simon. Um, so let's we're wrapping up towards the end of the show. It's a couple quick questions for you, Kate. Okay, mm-hmm. what is your favorite success quote that's motivated you in the past? I love the quote: "Comparison is the thief of joy." And that quote is from Theodore Roosevelt. Um, 
I think that it's so important to be inspired by those who are maybe further along than we are, but comparing ourselves to them always makes us feel bad. And when we feel bad, we don't take positive action. Um, instead of being inspired and looking and saying, okay, if they could do it, so can I. So comparison is the thief of joy. Anytime I find myself comparing, I um, switch channels in my mind as fast as possible. Mm, that is so good. And the first time I heard that, you know, that's so UK because I know you and you're like very zen, very, you know. <laughs> That is so good because I've done that. You know, I'm like really competitive, right? So I remember when I first started a business, I had people who achieve rank way faster than me. I'm like, how come these people are doing it? How come I can't do it? And I get, and it really stressed me out. It was, it, it fueled me for a while, but then it actually had a bad effect on me. And it wasn't, I, I obviously, I didn't have that quote to teach me. I had to learn it the hard way where like everyone has different things, you know? Some people have kids. Some people may not have kids. If someone doesn't have kids, it's probably a lot easier than someone with children and want to be right. a father, right? So never compare. And it's like when you're running a race, you don't look sideways or right and see who's behind you, who's in front. Just focus straight ahead. And like Kate said, if use them as motivation. If they can do it, you can too, but never, never compare because we're all running a different race. Exactly. What's the one thing that excites you the most about network marketing now, Kate? I love that network marketing is completely egalitarian, meaning that anybody can start a business no matter where they're from, no matter what their background, no matter what their education or lack thereof, no matter who they know. I love how this industry is open to anybody. And I find that very inspiring because there are so many um, things out there where you can create success, but you have to know somebody or you have to get in, you know, through this certain back door or, or whatever. And I love that network marketing is not that it's there for everybody. Anybody can create a beautiful life for themselves. It's just simply a matter of applying ourselves. And I just love the equality of that. That is so true. You know, it, uh, just a proof to that testament to that uh, we've, I've done a, about a couple dozen interviews with ML Nation of people who are full-time networkers who are successful. And not one person comes from the same background, same story. Right. Everyone is different. And that's the really unique part of it. What was stopping you from getting started with network marketing, Kate? Um, I will say, so I, you know, quote unquote, started my business and then I really didn't do anything for a year, which I think is a pretty common story. So, um, what was stopping me was, I think, a fear of putting myself out there. I, you may not know this about me, but I actually can be a little bit on the introverted side. Like, I really don't like to talk to strangers. Um, I get really nervous going to cocktail parties, um, social anxiety kind of thing. And so I just was so scared to talk to people. And I was so young, so I was really scared to talk to grownups because I was only 18 uh, at the time. And so I uh, read a great book by Barbara Walters called How to Talk to Anybody About, no, it was called How to Talk to Practically Anyone About Practically Anything. And I, I read that book and I studied it and I practiced, literally I practiced talking to strangers. So I made myself do it and I made myself become comfortable in social situations and I got over my fear and then I was able to do the business because I wasn't so afraid of you know, what was going to happen if I talked to somebody new or talked to somebody older or what were they going to think of me? I, I got over that. What is one habit that's helped you become successful? Um, my habit that's helped me become successful is definitely um, 
getting up in the morning, um, not checking my phone, usually for an hour or two, maybe maybe even more, depending on how much I get into the swing of things, and uh, reading personal development first thing in the morning. So whatever it is, right now I'm reading Tony Robbins' book, um, Money, Master the Game, but whatever is personal development for you, um, I would say my habit is daily personal development. What's the best piece of advice you ever got? Mm, I love the advice from my Aunt Penny, who's also my sponsor, that you can't say the right thing to the wrong person and you can't say the wrong thing to the right person. Mm, That is so good. And we will have that in the show notes, okay? You can't say the wrong thing to the right person and you can't say the right thing to the wrong person, right? It was the other way around. That is so good. Either way. It works either way. That's awesome. (laughs) Awesome. So I know during the intro, we talked about your book. It's your best-selling author, Money, A Love Story. Uh, share, talk, talk a little bit about the book and how you came, uh, came up to writing about that. Yeah, so I went through my own journey starting, starting a business, starting in network marketing when I was 18, uh, becoming relatively successful with that. And then I moved to New York City and I got myself into a bunch of credit card debt. So, you know, revenue is great in a business, but there's also how much you keep. And I was not keeping much. And I went through a journey of um, burying my head in the sand, ignoring my finances, very common story for um, for you know, people in their 20s. And then I realized that I needed to take control over my financial life. So I'd taken control over my earning, but I had not taken control over mastering my money and becoming a, um, a wise money manager. And I knew that that was a really big piece for my personal growth and for my self-worth. And so I did that. I figured that out. And then I started teaching workshops called Women and Wealth, where I taught women new ways to think about uh, money. So some of, the, some of the inner work, some of the personal development work, and then some of the stuff like Robert Kiyosaki's cash flow quadrant. And then um, those workshops ended up turning into um, an outline for a book, and they became the book Money, A Love Story. And then I also teach a course um, that's available called The Money Love Course, which for people who um, need a little more community, want more guidance, and want some extra content that's not in the book, and want to walk through the steps to creating financial well-being with me uh, by their side, that's The Money Love Course. Great for you, Kate. Thank you so much for running that book, because... You know, I've been in the industry for over 10 years, and people from all levels in network marketing need that. You know, new, I see new distributors. They make a couple of checks, and then they just go, you know, we teach people how to get out of the rat race, and they blow it on toys, right? <laughs> yeah. Or blow on new clothes. And then, and then it, I mean, the best thing you can do is reinvest, invest the money back into the business or invest exactly. it, save it, and don't yep. blow it off. And, and on the other side, I've seen people who made millions in network marketing and still have to work hard, not because they love the business, because they have more expensive toys. Exactly. And, and it's just like, you know, school doesn't teach you how to invest money. This And network marketing is awesome. It teaches how to earn for yourself. But there is there is a huge need for stuff that Kate's done that teaches you how to keep the money. Because it's not about how, you, how much you earn, right? It's about how much you keep. So definitely right. check it out. I read the book. It's an awesome book. Definitely want to check that out, ML Nation. Thank you. And also just for you listening to know, it does talk about network marketing um, in a very positive light. And so I do recommend network marketing in the book. So it's a great kind of um, tool as well for prospecting. Speaking of tools, do you have a favorite tool that you use? For for example, like a newsletter or webinar or online videos? What do you use when you prospect? When I prospect, I use a webinar uh, based on our company's uh, presentation that my husband Mike and I actually customized. Um, So I use that webinar 
to present because I am a big fan of internet marketing and um, freeing up our time. So I like that our webinar helps us leverage our time so people can watch it and then we can do the follow-up call as opposed to needing to present and do the follow-up call. Um, and then I love for my team, I love the Eric Worre book, GoPro, with the seven skills you need to become a professional network marketer. Do you have a favorite app or online resource like Dropbox or Gmail that you could recommend to our listeners? Yeah, I am a big fan of, um, I mean, I use Dropbox all the time. I totally love it. I'm a big Evernote girl as well. It helps me keep organized. I'm a huge note taker. So Evernote, at least if I'm taking digital notes, although I still take physical notes, but when I'm taking taking digital notes, Evernote helps me keep it all organized and um, so I can search things really easily. Definitely. I love Evernote. I came on I can't even imagine my life without Evernote. Everything's in there. You know, <laughs> yeah. even my kids, you know, um, just to let sh- sh- we kind of go off t- tangent here, but this is really important. Like Evernote does everything. Like even um, in school, like my kid, my, Ethan, he goes to school now and every day they send a little report. They actually create like a PDF with pictures, what they do. And oh. I just email to Evernote. So I used to have to what? save them. I just go right to Evernote. You can email to Evernote and you can tag them from your email. And, and then I can send them to my mom, you know, the grandparents, they want to look at it. So, all my kids' stuff in there, my personal stuff, my finances, my business stuff is all in Evernote. Definitely That's want awesome. to check out Evernote. What's one book you would recommend to ML Nation? I know you mentioned a couple before, but is this one specific one you like more than others? Yeah. If you have not read the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, I would say you know stop everything you're doing <laughs> and read that book for sure. Yeah, where have you been if you haven't read Rich Dad Poor Dad? Go totally. get the book. I mean, I wouldn't even be an MLM. Gotten Me neither. It wasn't for Rich Dad Poor Dad. So, uh, and MLM Nation, I know you love audio. So if you haven't read it, you can get amazing free audiobook like Rich Dad Poor Dad for free at MLMNationBook.com. That's MLMNationBook.com. And Kate, here's the last question. And I've been dying to ask you this ever since we set up this interview. Before we go to the million-dollar question, MLM Nation... I know you want to grow your business, and I know you want to earn more income. So that's why I want to share with you something that will instantly help your business and increase your income. You already know the importance of sponsoring. And if you can't sponsor, the fact is you simply won't earn any real income in network marketing. Sponsoring is so important, and that's why I'm inviting you to a free training that will change your business forever. I want you to check out my free sponsoring workshop webinar, where you're going to learn how to invite more prospects, Overcome the objections and sponsor more distributors. You can register for this free training at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Again, that's sponsoringworkshop.com. If you like these podcasts, these podcasts for ML Nation and these trainings, you'll find this free webinar even more helpful. This is the training that helped me earn over a million dollars in MLM and giving me the residual income so I can be a stay-at-home dad, my kids, and also have the time to give back and produce these MLM Nation podcast episodes for you. This is the training, the skills that help me become successful in network marketing. And you're going to learn this at this free sponsoring workshop webinar. So some, here's some of the things you will learn and get. You're going to get the first step you must take before you even talk to your contact list. You're going to discover the three type of prospects and how you must talk to them differently. Because not all prospects are the same. They're different. You also get my proven code market scripts They'll help you convert strangers into prospects. These are the things that helped me. I mean, I didn't sponsor 200 people in a year, but I sponsored over 80-something people in one year. How would your business grow if you sponsored 80 people in a year? 
You also learn how to get prospects to overcome the objections. So listen to your presentations. You know, an MLM objection, how to, you know, I don't have any money. So you're going to discover, you're going to learn all those things. And also, the best part is you get my famous six-figure close. So you can sign up prospects. And this is the same script, why it's a six-figure close. Because I used it to sign up one of my party friends. This guy was a party animal. And I used that six-figure close. And he joined. And now he's a diamond director and earns me a six-figure passive income just from one person. And so you'll get the same six-figure close on this free webinar. So anyway, enough of what you learned. What you really need to do now is register right now or write this website down. It's at www.sponsoringworkshop.com. Okay, sponsoringworkshop.com. This free webinar is offered three different days. That's the cool part. There's three different days at four different times. So they can, so that anyone around the world, because I know ML Nation, you guys are global, you can listen to it. And even better, if you don't have the patience, you want it immediately, there's an option. If you go to sponsoringworkshop.com, there's an option to watch it now immediately. So you can watch it right now and learn. So start learning the skills that help me build a million-dollar ML business and go to sponsoringworkshop.com. So I look forward to seeing the training. So now you know about something that's going to help you. I have to share that with you. Let's go back to the show and to the million-dollar question. Imagine you had to start all over again, and you knew no one, but yet, so you knew no one, not even one single person, okay? But you had all your current knowledge, skills, and wisdom. What is the first thing you would do to find prospects and build an MLM business from scratch? Hmm. I would... Um begin to start attending events that surround interests that I have because I know if I go to like a yoga workshop or a meditation retreat or some side of kind of dance class, I'm going to meet other people who are like me and I'm going to be able to connect with them and make new friends and then from there be able to um, network and create a team from meeting, meeting people who are like-minded. Awesome. As we wrap up, do you have any last words or advice? And then what's the best way our listeners can connect with you? So my last word of advice would be keep going. Um, Most of the people who are wildly successful in network marketing who I know had the first couple of years. um, They didn't feel like they were getting much traction. And then all of a sudden, everything switched. But they were willing to stick it out for a little bit in the beginning when Their community maybe wasn't supportive. Friends and family were saying, oh, you know, like that thing is going to work. And so being willing to move through the uncertainty and the time when it looks like things aren't working um, to go into maybe the second year, the third year when things begin to take off if you continue to be persistent. So I would say keep going. Um, And then I would love to connect with you on my website, katenorthrop.com. I send out weekly inspirational tips and interviews with different thought leaders and change makers. um, And that's a great place to find me. ML Nation, you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with. And today you've been hanging out with Kate Northrup. So keep up the momentum and go to mlnation.net and type in Kate at the search bar and all the books, the show notes, the resources that Kate talked about will pop right up. Kate, thank you for sharing your journey with MLM Nation today. In order to be successful in MLM, you must help others. So Kate, Thank you again for setting such a great example. We're grateful to you and we appreciate you for having a positive impact on millions of distributors worldwide. Thank you so much. That was a really fun show to do. You know, I think part of it is just uh, 
because Kate's a good friend of mine, especially her husband too. Her husband's Mike is really, really cool. They do a lot of different things too. They're very good online marketers as well. And I think part of it was just watching how Kate has grown over the years. You know, when I first saw her, and this is before I even met her, she was just like a college student. And I think that's the beautiful part of network marketing. She was hungry. She wanted to do something. She was nervous as heck. But I couldn't tell when she was on stage speaking at that time in Secaucus. Uh, I thought she was, I was like, I was like, wow, she's a college student out there and speaking, you know, way, way more mature than I was when I was back in college. But from there, and just seeing how she has grown herself and built a successful network marketing business and then become an author of a book. And I know they do a lot of online marketing, they do seminars. Um, Kate has done book tours. It's just incredible in just uh, less than 10 years how Kate has grown, and uh, it's just really, I think that's what's awesome about this business, and you know, some of you want to be network marketers for life, I think, which is awesome, and some of you are probably maybe like Kate or myself, you have other interests, and network marketing is just one of the things, and by the way, don't, don't, don't take me the wrong way, Kate's very active in her business, but they do multiple streams of income, and they know, they use network marketing to build her brand, which I think is so cool. And that's one of the hidden things that most people don't realize. You think network marketing is just about, you know, making the money and the lifestyle. But no, there's way more than that. Now, not just the self-education you get, like Robert Kiyosaki talks about. It's really a free business school, your free MBA, but also the network, right? And your personal growth and able to expand to different things. I mean, uh, it's allowed me to do ML Nation. You know, the passive income for my business allows me to do things, give back. Uh, and also allowed me to connect you know, if it wasn't for network marketing, I would never met someone like Kate and her husband, Mike. So definitely, I, I love that show. so fun to do. Go to mlnation.net, search for Kate, K-A-T-E. The show notes will pop right up. Um, and get her link, get her book. Her book is really good. I highly recommend it. Go to the show notes. There'll be a link right there. Okay? If you like the show, make sure you subscribe to iTunes, subscribe to Stitcher, because that's the best way to keep these trainings coming to your phone automatically. And make sure while you're there, make sure uh, you rate and review. The reviews are important. I read them and it gives me ideas. All right. So please do that. And if you really like these shows, the best compliment you can give us is recommend it to others. Share it on social media. Share with your team, your cross lines, your downlines, uplines. Share with prospects. And you know, that's a good example. Like if you have a prospect who's young, that's a great example to show. If someone who's young in college, university, who's hungry and ambitious, this is the perfect episode. Show how Kate got started. You know, jumped out of her comfort zone and did it. And now, years later, look at where she is today. I think that's such an awesome, awesome story of what this business can do. So that's our show for today. Uh, make sure to thank Kate for what she shared. And I thank you, ML Nation, for taking your valuable time to invest in yourself, to learn, to grow. And thanks again. And I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you so much for joining us today on MLM Nation. Head over to MLMNation.net for full recaps of every show, our training articles, and helpful resources. Your MLM success is waiting for you. So prepare to take off.